it was a huge learning experience. Um, and I learned what not to do as well. You know, I learned what to do and what not to do. It's funny because like he was a restaurant manager. I was a restaurant manager. We know a lot more than a lot of people that open a place and we failed. So I was like, wow, you know, it was really a, a, a really hard wake up call. What's up, everybody, and welcome to episode number 12 of the Jason Juliet podcast, where we talk to real people about the experiences that have shaped their perspective and try to take away some lessons that we can all learn from. My guest today is Miss Natalie Oldenkamp. Natalie spent over 20 years climbing the ladder at Hooters, where she opened over 30 locations all over the country. She was also a general manager there. She's owned her own restaurant. She's worked in sales on the vendor side, and she is currently a real estate agent with Berkshire Hathaway, serving Lakeland, Florida, and the surrounding communities. Uh, I've known Natalie for a long time, and she was a very positive influence on my life when I was younger and when I used to live in Florida, and she always meant a great deal to me as a person. So without further delay, I give you my guest for episode number 12, Miss Natalie Oldenkamp. That's actually a good starting point. Okay, so we're going to jump right in. I am here with Natalie Oldenkamp. Natalie, Hi. thank you so much for doing this. Oh, I've been, it's great to see you. I know. I've been wanting to catch up with you for uh, a decade It's been a at decade, least, probably. And it is so good to finally see you. So I wanted to have you on here because you've done so many things with your life. And you have, I think, such a perspective on life that I think more people should know about and hear. And I just wanted people to hear your story. <laughs> and I, I really did. And, and I, th I think a great place to start is with how we know each other, which is you were actually the not the very first besides this uh, month I spent selling cars, but you were the first real boss I had when I left college and moved out into the real world. Yeah. And, and you were uh, my bass player at the time, Chris Lang, who's up in New York Critter. City right now. Shout out to Critter if you're hey, out Critter. there, buddy. <laughs> but he got me a job at Hooters, and you were the general manager there. And you were Maverick. I was Maverick. Oh, that's right. So everybody in Florida kind of knows me as Maverick. Right, right. <laughs> if I say Jason Juliet, I get a blank look. And if I say Maverick, they're like, oh, Maverick. I know. I actually had to start, like, when I was sending out emails for Florida, I was like, this is Maverick, a.k.a. Jason Juliet. <laughs> like, I had to put both of them in there because I wasn't sure if anybody would know. Right. That was funny. I think I walked into Hooters, like, my third day of work, and I had a big set of aviators on. And it was Jeff that was like, Jeff put me in the computer as Maverick. Yes. And that was like my first, everybody from then on that I met in Florida, they were just like, oh, this is Maverick. Because that's, I met everybody through that job. Yep. That's crazy. Anyway, tell me about, how, how did you get to be the, the general manager at Hooters? Because I never really even went through that story with you. I, I don't know if I even know that. I scratched and clawed my way. Literally. I, really? <laughs> I started out in 1984 as a Hooters girl waiting tables. Wow. And we were the second Hooters in the chain. It was just Clearwater and Lakeland. That's right. I do remember that. Yeah. And um, I was 20 years old and I thought, oh, you know, I need a job. This should be some pretty easy money. It was just a beach bar. It wasn't anything. I mean, nobody knew what it was or anything. And um, I said, oh, it'll probably last about five years. Okay. <laughs> and, yeah. And now it's been open since, well, Clearwater opened in 83 and they're, they're going great. Wow. So I worked for them for years. 23 years. I was a Hooters girl for eight and I opened 32 
new locations. You what? Yeah, I was a, a trainer, training coordinator. I was a director of training for three franchises. So I did a whole lot of training and opening and traveling with them, which was really cool. And I moved a whole lot. I don't think I knew that. Yeah. 32 restaurants 32. you helped them open. And, of course, I later moved back to Lakeland and... I became an assistant manager, and then the general manager got fired, and so they made me the general manager. But it was really a glass ceiling. You know, it really was. There wasn't a lot. I think there were five female general managers with the company at that point. Oh, wow. So that's right when they started going international. So then I wasn't a trainer anymore. I mean, I was, I was a general manager. I was really happy to be, but I wasn't able to go international and open restaurants for them. So that kind of sucked. So you almost feel like you like missed that window yeah. with, with them, kind of. So what, at what point did you, when you were general, like the general manager, did you say, okay, if this does have a glass ceiling, what else am I going to do? Well, our, um, I had a really great area supervisor, Terry Schmidt, and um, he had the two Lakeland stores, and then he had the Orlando locations. And we had a bunch of really good general managers, and we were very, very successful. Okay. Now, with Lakeland, the manager before me, he um, didn't do a very good job financially. That happens. And um, so basically, I just had to open the door and not steal, and I was going to win every <laughs> award at the general manager's conference that year. Set the bar <laughs> low enough, and we're bound to succeed. Right. This is perfect. So... Um, <laughs> It stayed going really, really great, you know, and, and um, I finally left in 2007. Wow. And you left to open Natalie's. Yes. Well, actually, I went to U.S. Foods for a year. Oh. And I did outside sales, which is so hard. I didn't even know. If, I don't even know if I knew that. Yeah. I, just one year with them. And because um, I quit Hooters, it was when the company was just changing and it, it wasn't really fun for me anymore. Okay. And so I got a job at U.S. Foods. I'm like, Oh, shoot, I can sell, you know. Yes, you can. I'll just be charming and they'll buy it. <laughs> but outside sales, like, you'll lose a whole truck for like two cents a pound of ground beef, you know. It's so weird. Wow. So that was kind of shocking to me. I know that might sound, I don't mean to sound like arrogant, but that was like weird. I thought that I could just go and, you know, be friendly and right. be Natalie. And right, that's a lot of sales, sure. those person-to-person relationships yeah. that you're very good at forming. Yeah, yeah but it didn't work that way. <laughs> so you decided <laughs> to get out of that pretty quick. And what was, talk to me about the inspiration. So so one day you're working for this food company that you're not really passionate about. And the next day, you know, a year later, you own a restaurant. Well, it's yours. Like, I was married at the time and um, my it was my husband's idea to okay. open a restaurant. And... I liked working for a corporation and having an HR department and a, you know, legal department and payroll and all that. People to take care of the headaches. Yeah. So I was a little apprehensive about opening my own place and and he kind of talked me into it and it was really, really awesome, but it was so hard. It was so hard because that you have to do all those jobs and we were very successful, but we only had 22 parking spaces and yes, that matters. Oh, that really matters because people would go by and see that there's 22 cars there, which means maybe four or five tables, and um, they would just go down the road. So oh, our man. sales were really good, but you know it was hard with the parking, and that's when commodities just spiked, and chicken wings went from $49 a case to $99 a case. Yeah, I remember like that. Yeah. There was That was one thing, because I was starting to follow you again on, like we had found each other on Facebook, right. and I think that it that we, we started to sort of rekindle our friendship mm-hmm. right in the middle of when that all started happening, and, and I came down here to Florida, 
a while ago and I remember I spent like one afternoon I got a chance to come and see you and I think I remember been there and Cody like I'm not even sure but um I, I popped in and that was one of the things that we talked about is how all the, those prices just started yeah, skyrocketing. Dairy, but the chicken wings, and it was right around football season. And so that's, oh, you know, prime man, chicken wing yeah, time. Super Bowl. And you can't just double your menu prices or people are going to think you're loco. Yeah. But so every time 10 wings went out the window, I was like crying tears of blood thinking, oh, I just bought those for you. <laughs> oh, man. But it was it was a really good experience. I reconnected with so many people and we had like reunions and I met so many awesome people and, and this the town really supported us really well and, and well absolutely you it had was a just fantastic. hard it was a hard time in the economy and everything yeah but you had such a good reputation in the town that doesn't surprise me that i mean i'm you, very you, very blessed that way i'm very lucky well i, I think that it, it's a reflection on yourself as well mm-hmm. you know what i mean like I, I i wouldn't i wouldn't just ask you to be on this podcast for nothing you know what i mean like oh, these thanks. are good these are good people i'm inviting on <laughs> <laughs> well i try to do what i can i'm you know, I'm, I'm on too many boards but um, <laughs> I just try to do what I can to, to make this town great. Yeah, you have to. You have to participate in your community. Yeah. yeah. Just little things here and there, and they add up. If, if enough people just have that general attitude of helping a little bit, then, you know, communities rise. You right. Know? Um, so, so talk to me about Natalie's and, and how that ended and, and, what, <laughs> and what, what you took away from it. I mean, because that had to have been such a learning experience in, in all of that. It was a huge learning experience. Um, and I learned what not to do as well. You know, I learned what to do and what not to do, but we just couldn't financially swing it. You know, it was payroll was expensive and I mean, just everything was expensive. And, and it's funny because like he was a restaurant manager. I was a restaurant manager. We know a lot more than a lot of people that open. Absolutely. You guys, and we failed. So I was like, wow, you know, it was really a, a, a really hard wake up call. Yeah. And, um, you know, you have to get back on that horse. You have to get a job or whatever. So I was working for my friend under the table doing marketing and, you know, for title and stuff like that. And then I said, well, heck, I'm going to become a realtor because I've always loved real estate. Right. And I just, you know, I look at the real estate books and stuff like that. And it's kind of a weird obsession that I've always had. So I I took the course and, and I studied. I haven't studied in, you know, I was in high school. I graduated in 82. And I, you know, I went to college for like one year. So um, I hadn't studied in a really long time. But I passed it on the first first try. I'm shocked. <laughs> I am shocked. Was very shocked. My, my jaw's on the floor over here that you passed on the first time. I'm, I'm completely <laughs> taken aback. No, not surprised at all. I know how many square feet are on an acre. It's four little old ladies going 35 and a 60. That's how I remember that. <laughs> four little ladies going 35 and a 60. Nice, nice. But so... Um, so real estate, talk to me about that. How long have you been doing that now? And how is it compared to being in the restaurant business for so long? I mean, this has to feel like a new life. Oh, it is. I've been doing it since the end of 2012. And, um, okay. So you're putting some time yeah, in now. You've yeah. got some experience behind you. And yeah, I love, um, historic homes are my passion. So I'm on the board okay. of historic Lakeland and, um, I have two historic homes listed right now, and I've sold quite a quite a number of them, but they're just so fascinating to me. Really? I sell all sorts of houses. You know, I'll sell new built and everything, but the, those old girls. The historic I just ones, love them. huh? Yeah. Is there a different? I'm guessing there's a whole different market for that. Is, yes. is it the same? Or is it people that own several homes that are looking for historic ones as part of a collection? No, it's you... pretty much people that just fall in love with with historic homes. It's 
it takes a special person. You either love historic homes or you hate them because oh. they are difficult sometimes. So when you have clients coming in, some of them want older homes for the nostalgia and just yes. like the character to them. But then other ones are like, I want brand new everything yep. right here. That, okay. And I'll find, you know, whatever you want. Right. But, <laughs> but it's a lot more fun for me to show historic ones because they always, it's like if these walls could talk, you yeah. know? Yeah. I read a book called If These Walls Could Talk, and it was about a historic bungalow and all the different families that lived in it and stuff. It was really fascinating. Wow. But I like real estate. It's so different. I have a life, and, and I, I was able to watch, like, the last five Super Bowls. <laughs> what? <laughs> I wasn't just slinging wings. Right. That's one of the things that, that people don't realize, that, that when you work in the service industry, all of the times that are, like, set aside for Americans to go and have fun, that's when we're working. You bet. <laughs> like, we get to do no fun activities like that. Yeah. That's what, like, like the, we get to go out on, like, a Monday afternoon and, like, drink right. during lunch. That's, like, yeah. our one day. Everyone's like, pool party Sunday. I'm like, yeah, football. Yeah, I'm exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so, so talk to me about life. So you got two kids. Yes. Cody is 32 now. Oh, my God. And he's been in New Orleans for seven years. That is crazy. He's a bartender and loves that town, and I love that town so much. I love to go visit him. This this is going to shock people. I've, I've never been. <gasps> I mean, I think, th I think that I've probably been through there playing a couple of shows here or there. Like, that wouldn't surprise me, but I, I don't even know exactly where I'll have been. But as far as, like, going to a town where I know people, going out with people, being shown the town, I've never New Orleans. New Orleans is enchanting. Yeah. It really is. It, yeah. And it's beautiful. I mean, I, we don't really hang on Bourbon Street. You know, you do Bourbon Street once as a tourist. That's what I've heard. <laughs> yeah, but we like Frenchman Street. That's where all the good music is. And, Frenchman and Marini Street. And, you know, like Cody lived in Uptown when he first moved there. And then he moved to Treme. And then he moved to Marini. And now he lives in Bywater, which is right at the canal to the Ninth Ward. Like okay. between. So he's pretty far down. And he just rides his bike or walks or takes the streetcar and how often do you go down there to see him just i usually do once a year okay. i wish i could do more but, but right hey that's that's better i don't know if my mom's listening but my parents sure or my dad nobody ever comes to visit me once a year <laughs> so uh that's not bad there i think i think cody's doing all right there yeah. <laughs> he's got a good record when i first when he first moved there i was too broke from shutting the restaurant down and i didn't see him for a couple of years and that oh, was hard yeah because you know you guys are always our babies no matter how old i you know are. and i remember when i first moved away when i first came down to florida it was the same thing i was broke down here i didn't have any money to fly home so yeah. i was coming home like once every two years yeah for like a weekend and yeah it was it was tough on the family yeah but, it is hard but uh and now Alora just graduated Allura. from college yes she's 22 and she graduated from florida state oh my God. cum laude and um of course she, i'm yeah. shocked again she's i'm so shocking smart. my jaw's on the floor over <laughs> right. here again wow she did she did that well I'm, I'm, I'm surprised and the only thing that i did for her for her college is i gave her her immunizations and my shot and my taxes and that was it. She did everything else. She got all these scholarships and she you know, did her oh, housing. Man. She's got her she's got her shit together so much. It's yeah. amazing. But um, yeah, she's doing great. She just moved to South Tampa and um, she's working at Moffitt Cancer Center for like probably about a year. And then she's going to go to medical school. Wow. She what? scored really high on her MCAT. Wow. So what, what area of medicine does she want she to She wants go to be into? an internist. Really? Yeah. I might have to get her on here sometime. Know, yeah. That'd be really interesting. And, and her undergraduate degree, did you say exercise? Exercise physiology? physiology. And that would be a great thing to talk to her about too, because I mean, that's something, that's a passion I've had for, you know, a long time. And I was a NASM uh, certified personal trainer, which is nothing compared to a degree in exercise physiology. But, 
you know, I enjoyed it. I, right. I thought that it was pretty cool. I thought that, you know, I'm, I'm still of the mind that we should know more about our bodies. You know, that's important, especially as you age. Right. So I'd love to have her on to talk about something. That would be like that. great. That'd, that'd and be really cool. she um, did all the HR hiring and training and everything at the Big Leech really? campus gym. Yeah, Bobby so, Leach. So, so she's just a, a chip off the old block there, a little go-getter, if you will. She makes me look like a slacker. <laughs> oh, That's awesome. So I tell you what, um, why don't you tell me, where do you see yourself like going in the future now? Like This, this is something that's it's sort of a common theme of the show because I tend to talk to people that have a lot of different interests and a lot of uh, unique paths through life. So now... As I'm sitting here talking to you, where do you see yourself going in five years from now and 10 years from now? Do you, you want to stick on the real estate path? Do you want to move somewhere, travel? What do, you, what do you see? Well, I love to travel. And I really, every now and then I'll spend $2 on a lottery ticket and I haven't won yet. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, I make good money with real estate, but, you know, I'm not rich by any, by any means. But I would love one day to retire and just travel. Really? And, you know, I keep this as my home base because I love Lakeland and I love the people here. Yeah, and I'm part of the community all over here. the place. Yeah. And, and the community is part of me. Yeah, and absolutely. So I would never leave permanently, but I do like to go. I mean, I go to New York once a year with my friend Sherry, sometimes twice a year. <laughs> and um, then we have a friend who has a, a little private plane, a Cessna, and he'll fly us up to Charleston or um, he flew us to New Orleans one, twice and down to Key West and stuff. You have a That's friend fun. with a private plane who can fly you around the country yeah that is a good friend to have yeah. actually uh, once we get off air if you just want to give me his phone number i know right no. and he's a former <laughs> air force pilot so i, I trust oh, oh yeah him with my daughter's life literally yeah, yeah he's so. used to like flying jets <laughs> the <big> around ones, <laughs> you know <laughs> this thing's just this tiny stop little, on a dime yeah he could fly that thing with his eyes closed right um wow that so so tell me about some of the places like what are your like top five like places that you want to travel are you I talking about outside to, the to country casablanca or? my friend hamid lives there and i actually put a post on Facebook the other night. I'm like, hey, Tim, how much would it cost to fly to Casablanca? <laughs> <laughs> because like... Hypothetically. Re regular hypoth airline tickets are like $800, $1,200. I'm like, yeah, that's kind of pricey. But um, so we're actually kind of in jest, but not really in jest, talking about like doing a kind of a world tour between here and Morocco. You know, I have a, a really? sister-in-law's sister who lives in Iceland. Um know somebody in England I have a cousins in France and you know so it'd be really really fun I kid you not that is somewhat similar to how I set up this tour yeah. I looked at interesting people that I knew <laughs> or a friend of a friend knew or somebody knew around this country and I just got in my car I mean that's th awesome dude doing that around the world oh I can't even imagine Wouldn't that, that be, it would be I so mean great. it would be absolutely amazing and and who knows maybe someday maybe yeah. like the the Jason Juliet tour like 5.0 somewhere right? like down the road it's like all right we got a jet now <laughs> sweet maybe that guy can fly yeah I never know well is there anything like t plug your real estate like let everybody know where they can find you online if people are looking for houses anywhere in like the Lakeland area oh, like yeah how I they do get a all of you? Polk County um Shoot, I'll put my, my phone numbers out there, my address and everything, but it's 863-255-4641, and um, I can find you whatever you're looking for, whether you want a home for you and your family, whether you want to flip something, want some land. Um, so you, you really do it all, like you have yeah. all the areas of it, because it's a passion. I mostly do Lakeland. I do some Winter Haven and Bartow. And Bartow's got some pretty historic gems. Really? Yeah. But um, I've done even a couple in Davenport. Wow. So. Do you have a website? I do. It's um, on the Berkshire Hathaway. I, 
I don't know what the HTTP thing is. That's fine. I'll, I'll put it in the link. I'll, okay, I'll, I'll, make sure, I'll make sure that like all of your online stuff is, is and there. And I have a Facebook page for Natalie Oldenkamp Realtor. Okay. And I work for Berkshire Hathaway, which is really cool. Nice. And I love Warren Buffett. So, you know, and, and it's <laughs> great because like they own Geico. They own all these different, like I get a Verizon discount. I get a, well, I don't use Geico. I use State Farm because my, it's my friend's company. But, um. It's just interesting how big that company is. Yeah, actually, my uh, the guys, the guy that I'm staying with, Tony, um, and his fiance, they both work at Geico. They're, okay. they're both, and yeah, Tony, it's I a actually, huge employer to, here. Tony, the the guitar player in me and Critter's band. Oh yeah, <laughs> that, okay. that Tony, yeah, All that's right. who I'm staying with down here. Oh, yeah, he cool. works for Geico too. So you like that company then? Yeah, I do, and it's we're Florida Properties Group out of Trinity, which is over by Tampa, and they own quite a number of locations here in Central Florida. But it's, it's really a good company. I like it. So so I have to say, like, real quick before we get off air, is this sort of the the happiness because there is an HR department, there's a legal department? Yeah, like, like there's some of that I'm, headache I'm is gone still, now. I'm still, like, self-employed kind of, you know? So it's, so it's a weird hybrid. So you have your cake and eat it, too. Yeah, yeah I like you've, it. Got, you've got all the freedom you need, yeah. but they've got, they've got your back when you need to. Right. That's perfect. So I'm just in a really good place in my life. I'm in a really great relationship with Chuck, and um, we've known each other since elementary school, actually. Those and tend to be the best ones. Yeah, <laughs> so strange. We've been in and out of each other's lives for a really long time. But um, today we're having a, a blow-up oh, pool yeah. party <laughs> in his lot. That. Oh, man, that looks so much fun. <laughs> yeah, we're sitting in my friend's pool drinking a whole lot of beer, and we're like, we need a party at Chuck's house, except he doesn't have a pool. So we have a unicorn and a shark. I pull into this place. So I pull into this house in my tiny little Fiat, right? And I, and I can't find exactly where they are, but I hear people out back. And I'm like, okay, well, they're clearly in back. She told me to park beside the house. So I walk around and I see three adults and I see like five children's blow up pools. And I'm like... What is about to happen here? Like, first off, through my mind, it's like, is this jello wrestling? Is something going on that I don't even know about? It might be pretty cool. But uh, but no, that's uh, it's actually, it looks like it's going to be a lot of fun. You know, carpe diem, that, that's always been right. my motto. You got to seize the day. You got to grab it by the scuff of the neck and, and have fun with it. Hey, that's why I'm here. Yeah. I mean, at a certain point, it's like, well, are you going to do this or not? Right. You Follow know? your dreams. Seize you know? the day. Well, I tell you what, we'll leave it on that. Um, anything else? Any Any parting words of wisdom you'd like to share with everybody? putting you on the spot oh wow right now everybody vote (laughs) there you go everybody vote please i'll go with that one yeah Yeah, vote doesn't matter which way i mean i'll come pick you up right learn about the issues yes learn don't vote blindly just learn about the issues and um do your duty do your civic duty that's great because Uh, it's really a, a right that that we need to exercise absolutely and we'll leave it at that. All right, Natalie, thank you, you so much. I love you, too. Thank you so much for doing this. Oh, I really it appreciate fun. it. It was fun. All right. We'll have to do this again sometime. For sure. Anytime. All right, All right guys. Thanks for listening. Bye, we'll y'all. see you next time. And that's it for episode number 12, ladies and gentlemen. Thanks again to Natalie. It was so good to catch up with her, and I wish her nothing but the best until we cross paths again. Uh, Please join me next time when I travel from Florida to Nashville, Tennessee, to talk to stand-up comedian, high-end restaurant manager, and all-around awesome dude, Sean Newsom. Sean's one of those guys who nobody ever has a bad word to say about, and it was great to get his perspective on life. So that's it. Until next time, thanks to all of you for listening, and I'll see you soon. Hey.